Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and a midweek instalment of Bullet Points. Ah, the subject of this week's episode. Social media, what a complex, funny old beast. What a conundrum she is. Something happened in my DMs recently, and I just wanted to talk about it because it begs a much bigger question. Is it ever okay to comment on someone's body? Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So I want to share with you something that happened to me on social media in the last couple of days. And what I'm going to describe to you is my response to a message. And my response, I don't think took more. When I say my response, I mean this this complex domino effect of emotions that I'm going to describe to you, I think was probably all of 60 to 90 seconds of my morning, but it feels like an important 60 to 90 seconds. And I think it's something that's worth discussing with you lot because you are an intelligent group of people who I'm sure have thought about this kind of thing or have interesting thoughts on this particular subject. So it started with a message that came in on my Instagram in my DMs after I posted a video of me wearing a selection of jeans from my wardrobe. So I love denim. I did a post called Jeans Addiction and then I used Jane's Addiction for the soundtrack, which I thought was super smart and very clever of me. Um, But the message read, Emma, loved the jeans try on. So nice to see clothes on. If you don't mind me saying, someone who's not a skinny mini, but instead has a beautiful, womanly and healthy shape with curves. More please. What a lovely message. But as much as it was pitched as a compliment, my immediate response was to go, oh, and to pout. Because there are a few words in there or implications that I uh, absorb negatively. Because my immediate reaction was to see that I was being told I wasn't slim or a skinny mini. And as much as I have enough self-awareness to know that I'm not a thin woman, I have also wanted to be one for as long as I can remember. So being reminded that I am not by an albeit well-meaning stranger online just took me by surprise a little bit. And I'm not proud of this, but my first reaction was to be a little bit cross at this person for even making the comment in the first place, even though I just want to preface anything that I'm about to say. And in case you are listening, I know no harm was intended. This is all about my reaction to it, not about the message that was sent. Because I wanted to be cross. And when I read the, if you don't mind me saying, um, I realized I did. In that first instance, in that first sort of 10 to 20 seconds, I was like, yeah, I did. I do mind, actually. I do mind. 
And I wanted to bite back. I really wanted to bite back with something passive aggressive, like, thanks for that, with the F-U at the end of that sentence being silent. But then another comment entered my brain, which was the altogether more pious, you really shouldn't comment on other people's bodies, you know, or something to that effect. And that's when, and we're at 25 to 30 seconds here, and that's when I stopped in my tracks because that's the kind of thing I roll my eyes at day in and day out. And I think what was so shocking to me was how easily I found myself in that headspace, just poised to type that response when I see it every single day or I'm aware of it, whether it's from friends who are telling me about encounters they've had or seeing it online or seeing it on TV shows. And I think, oh gosh, it shouldn't be that way. And so I had to pause for a moment. I really did. Because here's the thing. So in this instance alone, I had posted a video on social media. Social media for crying out loud. Like it is known for people responding for arguments online. Like it's social media. You kind of, you put it out there, you have no control over it. And I created a video about how much I love denim. And to demonstrate that love, I had filmed myself from all angles, all angles, in a variety of jean styles. Now... Obviously, the intention is to showcase the genes, not my body, but my body is the vehicle. So it's part and parcel of the content. So I can't, therefore, expect people to only notice what I want them to see. And I have no control over what or how they respond to that, whether it's a like, whether it's a comment, whether it's a message, whether it's a share, or even if they just scroll past. I have no control over that. Now, I don't subscribe to the idea that content creators are fair game. And I, I've seen this a lot online. The idea that, well, you can't be upset with me for responding because you put your life out there. That sits way too uncomfortably close to the, she was asking for it, you're on a defense. And it makes me feel very, very itchy and uncomfortable. I can't control how someone responds to me, but I can certainly control or at least learn how to um, control how I react to those responses. And just FYI, we're probably still between 30 and 40 seconds here. This all happened very, very quickly. Not, I mean, although I haven't told you about me screen grabbing it and sending it to friends and being, oh my God, I'm spiraling. Because my first reaction was like a childish emotional, I don't like it. Now, the only reason I'm posting videos of myself online is because I am through the other side and in recovery for some really complex food and body image issues. I used to actively avoid the camera and certainly would never have shown myself full length, not unless there was something or someone between me and the lens for many, many years. In fact, someone said to me the other day when I shared a post on social, again, social media, where I shared 10 images over 10 years of me in my previous job as a beauty editor. And someone messaged and said, a friend said that you don't, you look fine here. Like there are no pictures of you when you were heavier. And that's because my friend, they do not exist or I have untagged myself from those particular pictures. So it's just, but I'm able to post now because I've done a lot of work. I am through the other side of those complex issues, although I will always be in recovery and recovery is not linear. And at the beginning of 2023, I really, I was spiraling and it was all happening very privately, but I was, I was getting quite worried about that, but I have worked really hard to pull it back. And thankfully, um, I feel really good at the moment. I, I am Yes, I feel very good at the moment, she says, full stop. So even though any comment saying curvy or curves is always going to sting, that is very much my issue and not the person who messaged. And I do feel comfortable in my own skin. So I was able to kind of bat that away. 
And I think the word curvy is just a very funny one because I see curvy as a way of putting a positive spin on fat. So it's a negative word in my vocabulary because of how it's been used in my life or towards me previously. But that doesn't mean it's a negative word for someone else. They could be using it in the most gloriously flattering, complimentary way. So the issue here then isn't about the message. It's about how it doesn't fit into something I'm comfortable with. And yes, we are in the realm of semantics. But I've said before on the podcast that the great thing about talking about mental health, for example, more than we ever have done before, is that we're all more aware of our mental health. Um, But the flip side of that is that, and I was talking about this on a live I did recently with Jodie from Self Space, is that we've armed ourselves and everyone really with a huge and very vast vocabulary about mental health. But that doesn't mean that with that vocabulary, the required skills or the tools have been acquired to recover and help with whatever mental health issue it is that someone is dealing with and as a result I've definitely noticed this trend of um, saying I have anxiety has become not in all cases but obviously in some has become almost a declaration of my anxious tendencies mean you have to treat me differently because of my anxiety rather than I struggle with anxiety Um, I might not be fully present, but I'm working on it. The latter being, as far as I'm concerned, way more empowering. And I think the same is true for how we talk about our bodies with the rise of the body positivity movement and body acceptance and body neutrality. For some people, it is hugely triggering to even talk about bodies or what a body looks like or to describe the shape of a body. And let's face it, I was triggered. I probably won't ever like anyone saying I'm curvy or making reference to the fact that I'm not skinny. But that's because of the emotional tangle that I have around how I look, my body image. But it isn't, but isn't it better to accept that this might happen, that people might describe me in a way that I that isn't my favorite? Isn't it just better to accept that and get better at dealing with that rather than trying to police what people say to me? And I think it's not just about me, it's just generally. It feels like a much better use of time to get better at dealing with these observations and the things that you don't like, which in this case was obviously well-meaning. This person didn't mean anything bad. The message is basically, oh my goodness, you you look great. It's so refreshing to see somebody who doesn't look like a supermodel. I mean, see, I'm even making it worse than it really was. It was a really nice message. They asked for more. It wasn't intended to wound, but it was obviously so well-meaning and so so lovely of that person so I think it makes more sense to get better at dealing with these observations um, which is also a predictable response to sharing videos to myself online than trying to police or mandate how people speak to me about this subject like I said this was 90 seconds of my morning and in the end I responded with an ambiguous face with wide open eyes emoji which was just meant to me ah rather than what I should have done which was leaving it until lunchtime and, and responding saying oh thank you But hey, I did. I thought, oh, I tend to try to respond to things quite quickly on DM because otherwise I lose them. And if I had taken a beat, I would have waited until lunchtime or when I was next on my phone and said thank you. But anyway, but I wanted to talk about this on bullet points because I do think this idea of triggers and being offended is really interesting. And how we're bombarded these days with lots of what not to do's rather than an encouragement towards developing the skills to deal with something that you might not like or enjoy. Um... And I wonder whether that's something that we should maybe focus on a bit more than the don't do that. Don't don't use those words. Don't use that vocabulary. You can't say that to me. Maybe getting better at dealing with the stuff that you don't like is actually, as, as uh, 
my family would say when I was younger and you had to do something you didn't like. Maybe that's more character building than what we're maybe encouraging so oh, at the moment. So what do you think? Over to you. Start a post in the Facebook group. Maybe I'll start one and you can weigh in on that. Or you can DM me on Instagram. Um, I will take a beat and I will realize that the message is well-meaning. Or you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. I'd be really fascinated to know what you think on this subject because obviously everyone's sensibilities are completely different. Nobody really, hopefully, wants to offend somebody else by making an observation about their body. So how do we do this? Because it does seem to be, and I've seen it on TV recently on debate shows, it's like, well, you just can't do it anymore. And I'm just wondering if that's the, if that's the best way for things to be moving. What do you think? Let me know. That's everything for Bullet Points this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for commenting on posts. Thank you for starting posts in the Facebook group. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for spreading the word. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my most excellent listeners. I shall see you on the next one. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.